The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up, we'll pack its failure to stop. This is uncut. You know what that means? Means I've officially achieved the status of appearing on every single iteration of failure to stop. This is the number one podcast and platform where we entertain and inform first responders and their friends, folks. It's a special night. Do you know why? It's failure to stop number 500. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's easy to accomplish when you're on five days a week, but it's still an accomplishment. So we got a special show here tonight. Eric Tanzi is joining us uh, out from the middle of nowhere. He's in his cabin. He is on vacation with his family. When he found out it was episode 500, he immediately crashed the vehicle, fled the scene, and drove and ran back to his cabin so he could be here tonight. Uh, also joining me is my traditional podcast partner from Tuesday night. You know her as my my ex-wife, who was forced by law to do a podcast with me every single Tuesday night. But we're here for Uncuffed, which means it's a different show. We're not doing true crime tonight. We're going to react, hopefully, in some funny ways to uh, everything that's going on in the news. But uh, I'm going to kick it off uh, by asking other people on this podcast how they're doing, starting with you, Eric. How are you? You look refreshed. I'm doing great. It's weird to not look at a camera because I'm, uh, I'm doing this on a webcam tonight. So very, I keep looking up and there's there's no camera. There's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> where, is, uh, where do I look? Where do I go? You, you look insane, but that's good. Kendra, how are you doing? He doesn't know what to do with his hands. <laughs> I'm tired. I uh, I stayed up. And watched most of the Super Bowl, but I'm turning into uh, an old lady. So nine o'clock is late for me. And uh, I, I tried to hang in there. But when they went in overtime, I had to go home <laughs> and go to bed. Yeah, so she missed all the best parts, but I don't want to yeah. discuss <laughs> the, the Super Bowl at all because we have to save all takes for Thursday. That's right. Even though the game just happened, we have to save all discussion of it until Thursday. So we're going to talk some Super Bowl ads. Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, Kendra, right before the show, called me and. Wanted me to let to let me know that she thinks that John Wilkes Booth is a hero. I don't know why she called and told me that, but it was a very weird phone call. And uh, so she's very pro John Wilkes Booth. I just wanted to get that out to the air. <laughs> she does that. So uh, we're going to talk uh, uh, reactions to uh, football uh, commercials, the Super Bowl commercials. Tansy, uh, any, any standout favorites that you saw from last night? I know you were watching with your wife and your kids. <laughs> Uh, what what yeah, did you? Um, I know that, one, I know that uh, you didn't see anything after after Usher took off his shirt. You probably retired to the bedroom. But did you see anything <laughs> dude, actually, I saw uh, I saw Usher remove his shirt, and I was like, "Damn, I should be taking my shirt off a lot more because I time hasn't been so good to him." I mean, he had some of the best abs in the game, and uh, last night, and he looked super winded at the end of that show. Um, David J says he wants a shirtless episode, and he gave us five bones. I'll tell you what, you guys make it $20 and I'll do uh, another shirtless episode. For those of you who don't remember, uh, when we hit 100 episodes, Tansy went insane. Uh, he <laughs> took off his shirt. He did a, a whole thing of, uh, of mescaline and uh, he has only become completely yeah. sober within the last oh. month. So, so <laughs> we, did, we, did in, we did $1,200 in super chats that episode. That was a lot. Uh, but you got to remember that that was when before Craig... That was before Craig Dulesky had his son, though. Craig Dulesky stopped supporting this podcast and started supporting his own child, which I always said was a mistake because we don't know what's going to become of that kid, but we know what's going to become of this podcast. Kendra, uh, you hated every single commercial, each one more than the last. Which one did you hate the most? Oh, good Lord. There's so many to choose from. I've lived. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the, Michael, Michael C the Michael Sierra one? Is that his name? Michael Sierra? Michael yeah. Sarah. Yeah. That was my oh, favorite. That was weird. So I've got them li listed into likes and dislikes. I like any commercial that has zany violence in it. So I liked um, I liked the Doritos uh, Dina Mita commercial where the old ladies were going around fucking shit up, you know, fast and furious. <laughs> so I like the drumsticks video where on the airplane, the, the guy needs medical assistance and all of a sudden everyone's on there is eating ice cream and no one pays attention. It was Eric Andre from uh, that one, uh, that show that was on Comedy Central. Do you guys, did you guys ever watch that show? 
No, uh, ne- I've neither seen... one of you. No. <laughs> okay. Well, both of you were both of you were wasting your time when that was on. Probably having relations with loved ones. I was watching TV when that show was on. Um, I liked the silk commercial. And hear me out because it had Jeremy. It had Jeremy Renner in it, and he's okay. I thought Jeremy Renner got like dude. run over by a lawnmower, and he's apparently fine. Didn't he get mowed down dude, by a lawnmower? Everybody says. I have no idea. When I was uh, when I was a cop, all, all the people in the Southeast District, the suspects, they used to call me Jeremy Renner, or they would call me Bad Cop from SWAT if they didn't know his name. Do I look like um, Jeremy Renner? I would call you at best discount, Jeremy Renner. You definitely look like the most yeah. useless person on any team up. No, no offense to you. I like Hawkeye. It's not an offense to you. Oh my saying. god! Well, what? So we're to thirty-five dollars in super chats now. So I guess since this is our five hundredth episode, I don't have a marker to start writing shit all over my body though. But when my you wife comes back in to here, write shit all I will. Over you. I can get, use get this your... knife. <laughs> Uh, folks, uh, there, there's a certain threshold here where we're, we need to pay him to do it, but then we also need to save money to pay him to stop. So keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite ready to inherit the entire show yet. There's five days a week that I would have to be showing. How about just the okay, nipples? Now, now you look like Jeremy Renner. Now, yeah, yeah. Now you, now you look a little bit more like uh, Jeremy Renner in his, uh, his, uh, his German art film face. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I liked seeing Jeremy Renner alive and well. I honestly thought that I would never see him on screen again. I, he was like run over by a plow. And, um, you know, you, you can actually get us taken off of the screen if you engage in self-harm. Did you know that YouTube can detect that, Eric? So even if you discuss oh, it man. openly, they will take the show down. If you start harming yourself on screen, they will. They will I need a pen. <laughs> And, and I need a marker. I will write whatever is, you want on my body. I will write is, whatever you want on my body for a super chat, just like the 100th episode. Also, I don't want anyone out there to be cynical saying the only reason I want Eric Tanzi to stop is because I want the YouTube to be preserved. I I care about Eric too. You know, I don't want him, you know, he there's people around him that will dial 911 for him. So I'm not too worried. Uh, Another one that I really liked was the the Stoke Coffee commercial where Anthony Hopkins is like yes. going through his transformation for his next acting role. And he's just a mascot. And he, and he looks in the mirror and he's just, just like, who are you? And it's, it was just a very, very funny ad. I like to seeing Anthony Hopkins do uh, something completely silly. Uh, and then uh, you mentioned this before the show, Kendra, that you liked uh, the State Farm uh, ad which reunited Danny DeVito and uh, Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger. Very ironic since the movie Twins came out uh, before you were born. Uh but uh, that was a very good movie. So you know, I can watch movies from the past, even though I wasn't born when they were. I don't know if that one ever made it to DVD. To be honest with you, that one might only be on uh, on on. Uh, it was VHS. on. I think it was on Netflix for a little bit. It was either Netflix or Hulu, one of those streaming services, and I watched it recently too. Okay, well, but that was a good yeah. one. I like that commercial. Surprising. Obviously, you're only you know doing that to make me look bad. Uh, let me see if I can uh, maybe what throw one. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it, it's obvious to me that you're only only doing it for certain reasons that you say that you enjoy this, and it's just because you want to kind of throw me under the bus. But that's okay. I like that about you. I like that you you do that to me. Let's. Uh, hopefully, I can throw up some of these things here without uh, getting us demonetized. Although we're kind of already on the line, I'm going to see if I can share some of these things. So they're just going to kind of play in the corner a little bit. You're also exposing uh, me that I don't actually have a black brick wall in my house and I'm not as cool as I once was. Before well, folks, knows. that's what the super chat <laughs> money is for, is to buy Kendra a brick wall. So. Buy me a brick wall. Help buy Kendra a brick wall. And uh, write to Zaps. And write to Zaps chips because uh, we're trying to get them on uh, on on for a sponsor on Tuesday night. <laughs> so here's here's some of the, the stuff that I hated. Okay, Number one. And, and Kendra, you're not going to agree with any of this. There was such a huge like reunion of like old NBC Thursday night shows. Okay, you had David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston reunited from Friends in an Uber Eats commercial. Didn't like that. I didn't like Zach Braff and Donald Faison uh, no. from Scrubs reuniting for T-Mobile because they do it all the what? time. It wasn't special. It wasn't special. They had Jason had- Momoa with them. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's what made it special for you. Uh, no. Tina Fey and Jack McBriar from 30 Rock were also on and uh, 
like a what was it a booking.com yes yes travel site thing and then of course your favorite and i wanted to give you time to talk about this but aubrey plaza and nick offerman teamed up for the lamest of all possible products that of course being <laughs> mountain dew baja blast kendra what would you have liked to see your favorite stars of uh, parks and rec hawking this year hmm Maybe some sort of like online, I don't know, like a. <laughs> you, you want, like I was really hoping for E Trade or H and R Block. I was like, gonna say like they... Uber or like so some sort of choices on Booking dot com. I don't know. There are so many Tina Fey's I could be. I, they, they probably could have so made anything funny, but I, for out. some reason, the Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I think the, the thing that really threw me about Audrey Plaza is that she really wasn't acting like. Her character oh, from Tina. 30 Rock, and for some reason, I'm, I'm disillusioned to think that that's actually all Audrey Plaza is. <laughs> and so, when she was acting out of character, I don't know. You can book whoever but you want there to seemed be. to be like a lot that's of callbacks to old TV shows. And Booking. to me, it's just like, yeah. that's just proof that I'm right. That I, when I stopped watching TV shows a long that's time right. ago, that I was right to do that because nothing. This is, a, this is a good one that I thought was funny. The Christopher Walken one. I forgot about this I put one. this one on my dislike list because, like, Christopher Walken, like, the, the person who does the best impression of him is Jay Moore from SNL, who you don't even remember because you're not old enough to remember Jay Moore in SNL. He does the best, best. Well, do you remember Jay Moore from SNL? He was on for like one year. But you just keep coming at me with the age thing. Okay, well, you missed out on the best parts of life, and that's not my fault that you were waiting around inside your mama's tummy for a stork to come along. And however it works, I still don't know. Did someone say yeah? But you we'll missed all the, the best stuff. And and me, I know what the best things are in life for some reason, and I get to decide that. Oh, I, Christopher Walker is all right. You know what? You know what? Actually, when I saw this, I got to admit, I'm a Christopher Walken driving machine. But I was like, oh, I didn't even know Christopher Walken was still alive because it's been a while since he's made anything. So I guess it's good to see him, but I don't know. Are we going to play all of the commercials? They're just going to play. Yeah, and it's probably going to demonetize us. I don't know. Hey guys, uh, just uh, Eric, just head to your beds. Just head to your beds and don't look over here at all. Just, yeah, just head on downstairs and don't ask any questions. Nothing like getting traumatized by your dad on family vacation. They're just getting they're just getting traumatized by his tattoos though. Not anything that he's doing. Just as David J. How do I do I write another brick in the wall? Is that what he wants? That's a lot to write. Another brick in the wall? What does that even mean? Is that like he has a secret code? I don't know. Welcome to Troy. Oh. Uh, Paul Huffman says he's loving the energy. It's our 500th episode. I'll write it on me. If you super chat, if you super chat what you want, more face and neck stuff. I want you to. I want you to do more post Malone stuff, man. You're on vacation anyway. Do do more neck and face stuff, like post Malone. A nice face tat somewhere. Put put 500 above your your left eyebrow. <laughs> do, do I have to pay for stuff or what? That seems kind of unfair that I would have to pay. Five hundred above yeah, your eyebrow. I'm not writing on my face for free. No way. God damn it. So every little detail. Somebody pay. Somebody please pay to put for him to start writing stuff on his face. He's on vacation. It's not going to affect his life. Low Rin. Low Rin. I wrote Low Rin on my chest with the nipple being the O. Like you asked. So. Hey Eric, can you please put morphine allergy on your chest? I don't just, even just, know how to spell morphine or allergy. God damn it. Whoa. Well, I just thought maybe if you <laughs> were in another car accident, I would I would give you a hand. So um, here's your favorite, John. Here's the silk commercial in which Jeremy Renner is, is still in avenging shape. He could throw pancakes at his daughter. Dude, one, let's talk about let's talk about uh those pancakes. That is not that's not how you make pancakes. Those definitely they're have silver dollar pancakes, and they're completely mm, legitimate. Like so David and I are no. going to be in a little. Kendra, you decide. Be honest. Be I am. Honest. What was the question? Okay. What? It's All I can hear is the commercial. Tell them what it's during. David, I'm trying. You can hear that. Tell them what it's during. Yeah. Okay. I can able to hear them. The big. It's pretty loud. I can hear it. Oh shit! I could. <laughs> is that better? We're definitely yeah. demonetized if you could hear them. That's a lot better. I was. <laughs> my ADD was going well, off. I, now I can't hear it at all. Now I can't hear it at I, all. I turned it off because I'm trying not to get demonetized. It's probably too late. <laughs> oh, who cares? Yeah, this episode's oh, over. Super chat, money wise, the super chat, the super chats are paying Guys, for it anyway. 
Guys, I ruined this episode by playing copyrighted material. Now you have to like really bail us out with those super chats. Um, <laughs> this was all a plan. <laughs> yeah, that was the plan. We were going to give up the, our normal way of supporting Dude, ourselves. Essentially, I know it's not welfare. all about. The, I know it's not about Super Bowls and commercials, but like, does anybody else feel extremely weird, or doesn't know how to feel about the Joel Olstein uh, shooting that happened? I didn't even hear about it. Did somebody killed Joel mm-hmm. Olstein finally? No, they shot. So a transgender. So here's the fucked up thing about the story is Fox News reported this as a dude. And then the police department had like a press release where they were confused. It looks like now officially it was a girl, but she identified as a Jeffrey, but her name was like Jacqueen or some shit. And she's an illegal immigrant. And now they've since found out that she voted for Biden and she was, she had a ice hold on her and they, they were uh, pending deportation on her, deporting her out of the country because uh, she had fucked up too many times. Um, well, so guys, illegal deportation's pretty serious. Voted. That's the, that's deporting and abortion rolled into one. So that was pretty fucking serious what they were going to do to her. Wait, I'm writing cum on my face for $2. Don't write that. It's kind of write fucking that. shitty. He got paid and he he pimped himself out. So hang on. I'm, He's I'll the billboard of the people. <laughs> I'll get my wife to do it. But no, I mean, this is crazy because if, if, if do you have time to look up or, or can you look up? I'll do it. Um, since I'm on I'll vacation, the video of Joel Olstein responding to the shooting that happened in his church. He's smiling the entire time and it is so fucking creepy. He's like, it's just crazy that this kind of stuff could, you know, but we're just thankful for to God, you know, but this bitch, this trans fucking thing used her seven year old child as a, uh, as a shield for this uh, shoot up. Was this today? Or yesterday. yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Here it is. This is him speaking. This is him speaking. That. Yeah. Is this it? Look at this shit. Yeah, so when, when to speak. Yeah. I can't Chief hear him, so you let me know if you can hear him. Opinion, all of the, the, yeah, these we can men hear him. and women did an amazing job. And it's just, you, you said it, Chief. It could have been a lot worse. Of course, we're devastated. <laughs> I mean, this we've been here 65 years and have somebody shooting in your we're church. We're devastated, but, he's saying. You know, we don't understand why these things happen, but we know God's in control. And... We're going to pray for that. He's smiling, folks. For those of you who are just listening, which 99% of you are, uh, this dude is absolutely smiling after he shot his church got shot up and a little seven-year-old boy who was being used as a shield uh, died. But anyway, that happened in Texas yesterday, which is uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, last time the president says the child was used as a shield, question mark. From, from, from what I've read so far, uh, yeah, it looks like I mean, of course, the police said it was caught in the crossfire, um, but there's lots of reports coming out. And of course, no, here, let's say let's let's take it with a grain of salt. Do your own research, because the original things that came out were what, that this dude was a biological male and it looks like it was a biological female. But anyway, um, yeah, I just think a it's good very, time with very you, you writing terrible stuff on your face. And now you took it all serious, Tansy. Dude, doesn't Joel Olstein look like a creepo though? He looks like he's Joel, got yeah, more he look, makeup on than I do. Dave, can you? He looks like right, a Batman villain. Joel Olstein. Can you come right? Come on my face. Soul to the devil. A long time ago, I think. <laughs> he looks like a robot or a lizard uh, person. Uh, I completely paid agree with you, Kendra. I I agree with you, Kendra. I guess right there. You guys keep talking. Don't don't make this about me. Yeah, sorry, sorry. This Kendra, is in- keep talking. Entertaining. Keep, talk- <laughs> keep talking while I put this thing on. Well, I'm sorry, always my wife's super. Doing my face. Oh. I'm always very suspicious of uh, mega churches. Anyway, it seems like a very you know a little bit about my background growing up in a um, a Baptist. It's very school, small. And it feels there's very a little bit of commonality. So I always get sketched out by that anyway. And Joel Osteen is so uh, popular to me. If you're, if you're getting into um, preaching to spread the word of God, you probably aren't going to be rich doing it and you shouldn't be. 
Yeah. That's just completely. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he could have come out like uh, Hazel uh, said in the chats. He says, if anyone should understand why these things happen, uh, it should be, it ought to be a preacher. Says uh, right there in the good old book that this is the devil's playground, this planet. Yeah, I mean, like, why not come out and like condemn Satan or anything like that? And it's because this dude's part of the fucking Holly Weird elite bullshit that's going down. Hey, speaking of the Holly Weird bullshit going down, uh, and society and culture. By the way, I have a little cum on my face, just a little cum yeah. right there from that little super chat from Will Cray. So thank you, Will Cray. But um, did anybody see the Taylor Swift chugging beer with the yeah. woman next to her with the upside yeah. down cross, like throwing out like satanic symbols? What is that all about? I didn't uh, see that. I missed the who, who satanic symbols. I didn't see that. Throw it up on YouTube. Just type in um, Taylor Swift satanic uh, like or, or like Taylor Swift chugging beer. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, I it's my wife's it birthday today. Birthday this week, so we're in a cabin. That's her behind me. Babe, say hi back there. She's in her pajamas. Just got out of the hot Happy tub. Happy birthday. <clears throat> um, are you looking it up? I am I'm doing it right now. Yes, I'm looking it oh, up okay. right now. I missed the uh, satanic symbols. So yeah, I just thought it was funny the way she did it. Do you think? Do you think that at this point it's kind of like Iron Maiden or Ozzy, where it's like if you bite the head off of a of a bat, they know that the media will go crazy and it'll give you tons of more like views no, and stuff? Is that why they're doing this shit? Back in the day of moral moral outrage, we don't have moral outrage anymore. Because shit, well, then beer. why is everybody doing all the satanic shit? So right there with the orange hair, they're actually satanists now, cross. huh? Because they're actually satanists now. I don't. I can't see the upside down cross, Daisy. Is it just the lady uh, sitting on right back. next to her? Yeah, the orange hair, the bright orange afro, bright orange afro. Yeah, we'll That's have ice to. Uh, oh, I see her. Is that There's who that is? is? Ice Spice. Mm -hmm. Uh The uh, who, the uh, Ice Spice. There we go. She's she's no, she's the she's the Satanist member of the Spice Girls. Is that who that is? There it is. There she is, right there. She's the meth dealer of the Spice Girls. <laughs> I'll she try really? to find a picture of uh, Ice Spice with upside down cross. I'll see what I can if I can find that. Ice Spice. Oh my! Better God. stop Seriously, stop girl. streaming the NFL. We're definitely going to get taken down from if we start doing um, that. Yeah, I, like why are they being so overt with all this like satanic crazy shit? Uh, really weird. And then why is why is Taylor Swifty? How do you get the fucking Siri to stop on your fucking computer? Siri? <laughs> yeah, it's like talking. Don't quit saying it because it keeps coming up on my computer. Sorry. Um, why is Taylor Swift chugging beers? Yeah. Why is uh why is she chugging beers only when the camera hits her? It's like she wasn't chugging that beer until they realized that they were on the jumbotron and then they slammed a beer. I don't know. I just feel like if I'm Taylor Swift and I'm like the role model of like all of the young teenage girls in this world, I'm probably not going to be slamming a beer in front of them. Uh, but now if you're like me, where you're just like, you know, like you're trying to be uh, a podcaster to like degenerate first responders, I got no problems chugging a beer in front of you guys because I hope your kids aren't listening. I think she's a performer all the time, and I think she's been around long enough that her 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 original fans are all about Kendra's age. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Oh, okay. Kendra, I mean, I mean you're on. You know, I don't I mean, think it so. Does it bother you? Does it? I. It feels very performative because Taylor Swift doesn't strike me as a beer chugging kind of girl, but now that she's you know, she's got to play the part of like the NFL girlfriend, and she's I don't know. It felt really there weird to watch. Well, yeah. Isn't isn't Taylor like? Isn't Taylor like his first white girlfriend in like a really long time? Hasn't that was a big like thing. Been, hasn't he been hunting black women down? That was a thing when they first started dating. Everybody was attacking Taylor Swift for not having an ass. And they were like, why would you go from <laughs> this to that? Uh, which is terrible. But that was like a big. Kendra, a big I'm not at all surprised that you wanted to resort to cheap talk <laughs> about, Ken, about Taylor Swift's looks. Shut Nothing up. about her intellect. Nothing about her businesswomanship. Nothing about her her incredible charitable deeds. It's all about whether or not she has a butt. It makes me sick, Kendra. Well, I can always count on you to go to the lowest common denominator. It just <laughs> you've let you've you have both fulfilled my expectations you, and let me down again. 
you're the one that that compared her to Remy from Ratatouille earlier. So don't. I didn't know the name of the rat. You said she was a sexy rat. (laughs) I did. I did say that. She looks. Let me get you guys' take on this. Do you think that the? uh, Do you guys think that the Super Bowl was rigged from the get go? Do you think it was a conspiracy? Now that they won, and no, I don't think so. Because like. Because nothing that that happens that that they said would happen happened. I mean, oh, uh, the only thing I'll give you is this: the Super Bowl was advertised by Bud Light, which they have an agenda, and by Pfizer, which we, you know, we we know all about. And of course, Travis Kelsey being their mouthpiece. So I didn't like those aspects of it. But you know, we didn't get anything we were really hoping for: the Biden endorsement, the the proposal with his old Super Bowl ring to to tailor at the fifty yard line. We didn't get any of that stuff. And there were different conspiracies, right? Like they said, that like with the purple logo, the Ravens were for sure going to go. These teams were both heavily favored from the start to go to the Super Bowl. They both wound up there. As for whether or not you could say it was rigged in the Chiefs' favor, maybe. I don't know. I didn't re- I didn't really see the refs doing too much malarkey. I didn't really see too much going on. There was maybe a play here or there that was... A little bit, a little bit suspect, but I don't think that they changed the outcome of the game. The, the mere fact that it, that it almost says, went why? good. I think Rain's blood is in the chat. He says, "Why the name change again?" Oh, oh, we oh! I got name. you. I was, we didn't change our name. I didn't change my name. <laughs> oh, prob- uh, he's probably David referring Jay to Factor. David Jay's back five dollars once a unibrow. Oh man. Oh man, this man is destroying, <laughs> destroying his body. Tansy, uh, how much do I have to give you to go out and apply for a job tomorrow? Just apply. You obviously don't have to get it. <laughs> you know what? what you know what the job? thing is. You you can apply to go be a barista tomorrow, and you would probably get it with all that shit on your face. Dude, it, I've come to like a realization that if you've got one of those rings that's in your nose. That's like a U shape that dangles from your nose, and you are batshit fucking crazy. All the fucking crazy baristas have them, and they all have mental illness. Kendra, you love coffee, and you probably interact with them every day. What's your take on baristas? I don't know. Whatever. Have on the I, on the nose I, ring thing. On the nose ring thing. Like, you remember when you used to put an earring in your right ear, and that meant you were queer? I mean, that was I mean, back you were in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, a ring in your right ear. Yeah, I think the new one is if you got the the U-shaped bouldering thing in your nose, that means you have mental illness. It, it <laughs> might, or it might mean that you you would have to have that before you want to get one of those. I don't know. I'm oh, I'm not I, I'm not as cool as either here. one of you. I don't I don't even get tattoos or scribble on my face. So I'm obviously you know I'm not as I'm not as uh, put together as, as either one of you guys. Uh, Kendra, did you want to talk some dumb criminals? Well, well, Tansy's just destroying himself. <laughs> sure. Yeah, let's talk about right. some dumb criminals. All right. Uh, the reason I wanted to do this is, is that uh, Failure to Stop's been a lot of things over the last five years. We've had a lot of shows come and go. One of my favorite shows was uh, we had used to have some folks on the show. If you're a longtime listener of, the, of this show, you know who I'm talking about. But they used to just react to, to uh, cops in the news, dumb criminals. So I'll just get a going to read some articles here for you guys to react to while Tansy is, uh, like I said, marking up his face. Uh, dumb criminal man tries to assemble stolen, stolen electric scooter in front of the target store. So he steals it from target. Doesn't go anywhere. This is uh by the way, Kendra, this is a Florida man. And by the way, Tansy, this is a Florida man since you're, a Florida of course, man. a man in Florida was dubbed by a sheriff's office as the dumb criminal of the week after he was caught trying to assemble a stolen electric razor and scooter in front of target. He is accused from stealing it from. According to the Flagler County Sheriff's Office, the man was witnessed walking past cashiers and out of Target's front door without paying for the scooter, which was worth $539.99. I should have had you guys bid on it, but I don't have that prices right. Sound well, I would have won because we covered this story on, on um, last call when it happened like seven or eight months ago. Well, then you would have been cheating then. And you would have automatically lost. Uh According to Flagler County Sheriff's Office, the man was a witness walking past, and then he walked out with it. Officials say that instead of fleeing the scene of the crime, the man stopped on the sidewalk in front of the store and started assembling the scooter. Responding deputy caught the man before he could finish assembling it, didn't even let him finish, and gave him a ride to jail, but not on the scooter. <laughs> Kendra, you ever ha- you ever have anybody that stupid when you were uh, when you were uh, a police officer? 
I've never watched someone assemble a stolen scooter, no. But, you know, people get high and think that they're hiding in plain sight, but they're just out in the open doing illegal things. <laughs> like probably, stealing probably the, and being somewhere. The, the best stupid thing that I had when I worked at Target was is that we had a guy uh, go back into the store and we were watching on cameras the whole time because he just looked suspect. Goes back to the alcohol aisle, takes a big bottle of Southern Comfort, goes into the bathroom with it. So at that point, you know, he's he's concealed. He's gone to the bathroom and we know he's drinking it. We go in there and he's drank. A, he has drank a considerable amount of it and slashed his wrists with the broken bottle. Pretty dumb. What do you think about that, Kendra? Yeah. Anyway, he ruined, he ruined <laughs> a shopping experience for a lot of people that day. And at Target, we tried to get people a, a, a non-suicidal shopping experience. So we didn't make it through that day. <laughs> Folks, Tansy looks like one of those weird paintings of a woman in South America that has the, the unibrow. Kendra, please tell me you know which paintings I'm talking about. You, she look, He looks like um, Frida. Oh, gosh. Sorry, I'm going to mess yeah, that what's up. What's the name of Frida? Something. Folks, are you still sending super chats? Because right now he seems to be working for free. He seems to be doing it because he loves it. Because he finally feels Frida. pretty for the first time. No, I was trying to fix the cum on my face. Yeah. Um, you're talking about like dumb criminals. Um, I think I've told this story on here before, but I'll tell it again uh, because it's our 500th episode. And I'm on vacation. Ashley, where did you go? Um, you you got a right cum on my face bigger. Um, uh, so I, I was working. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I think I've already told that story though too many times. The the, the story about the uh, states' rights guy. Have I told that? Um, one? Yeah, when you went to a concert, hey, yeah, and then he was fucker. Yeah, uh, that I was a, a pretty good one. Another dumb one. Um, okay, I've got another dumb one. Uh, so there was a dude that was jerking off in the park, and a woman walked by or jogged by the car and saw him like jerking off. So she called nine one one, and said the dude was was jerking off. So I pulled in behind him. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> Dave J's put $10 in for you to eat a cigarette. Um, so I pulled in behind the guy and he took off like squealed tires and everything. And I was like, Oh shit. So I take off after him and he bolts down this like little drive area. And he doesn't know that it ends at like a white picket fence because it's not really a driveway. It looks like a road. It, lo it looks like an alleyway road, but it's really somebody's driveway. That go and that's like where they store their trash cans. So like that the little area there is just for a, a garbage truck to like back down and then load up those trash cans and then pull out. But he didn't know that. So he's got nowhere to go. And I jump out of my car and I've got my gun out and I'm like, put your hands out the window. And he he's like digging around. I can see him through the thing. He's like digging around in his, his waistband. So I've got my gun. Out. I'm like, put your fucking hands out the window, you know. And so he throws his hands up and he puts them out the window and I tactically approach the vehicle and I look at his waistband because that's where he was reaching and his waistband where his penis should be is bouncing up and down. Like it's like, like it's bouncing down and he's wearing sweatpants and what's bouncing down is definitely a dick, but it's a very like rhythmic bouncing dick. So I was like, dude, what the fuck is in your pants? And he's like, I can explain. And I was like, please do. And he's like, I'm a stripper and I got a call and I'm just trying to get hard. So I put this thing and it vibrates on my dick. It's like a, a penis extender that vibrates. And I was like, well, why are you sitting at the park doing that? And he's like, I was, I just pulled over for like a half a second. I'm, I'm like, well, this call came in like four minutes before I even got here. So that means you were there for about six minutes. And he was like, well, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, because I do this so often, it's hard for me to get hard. And I was like, man, get out of the car. And <laughs> I, uh, I I place him under arrest and I take him down to the jail. Now our jail has a glass, like a glass bay door that opens and it, it's on an airlock. So you go into the, it's like a steel door that you can't see through. But when the steel door opens, you go into this corridor that's a glass window and they can see you. And then the metal door shuts. So you're like in this like weird breezeway that you can't get out of until the glass door opens. And it's really loud. So it's like, 
and everybody that's on the benches turns around to see who the next suspect coming in is. And so we're just standing there. He's got no shirt on, sweatpants, and a bouncing dong in his pants. And everybody's like, oh, and he's like, Mary, can you just take it off me? And I was like, absolutely not. I cannot. I cannot take this off you until they take it off you. And they were like, what is in his pants? And I was like, it's an extendable penis that vibrates and it's in his pants. And they're like, well, you got to get it off of him." And I was like, nope, not my job. So you guys can take it off of them. It's so they had to take him in the search room and it was like a device. He wore it like a strap on. So it had like a, it kind of had like a, like a, a harness sitch, you know, like what, what do you wear a jock strap? Kind of like a little jock strap thing around his ass. And uh, yeah. And, but here's the craziest part about that story. He was a black dude. But the bouncing penis strap-on thing that he had on was white. It was like a Caucasian dick. Uh, this is for you, David. <laughs> I'm smoking a cigarette. I don't even smoke, so this is super painful for me. Uh, but you did drop $10, so I'm doing something, I guess. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think that might have been the dumbest or second dumbest criminal. That's pretty bad. That I've um, ever done. Uh, I wish I had a story to beat that. My dumbest one is the guy. Um, I think I've told the story already. He was driving his he was driving a truck somewhere drunk as hell um, in a neighborhood, managed to flip it, his truck into a house because he was going super fast. Um, I get there. He's halfway out the window, upside down, pinned in between his truck and it in the house. And I love I this the- one. Do you do the accent? <laughs> okay. Uh, I come around the corner and I, he looks at me and he's like, oh, no. I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, I'm going to jail. Because he, he's like, I'm just like, why are you going to jail? And he's like, I'm so drunk right now. I'm like, all right, cool. That's thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, it, and then Tandy there, he goes, uh, pistolas? No. Drogas? Yes. <laughs> are you using the drugs? No, no. I sell the drug guys. <laughs> oh, the poor guy. What a poor guy. I felt bad. For uh, that too. Was your guy Hispanic? Because that didn't sound like a Hispanic accent. Um, he was. I'm was, not very good at. Was your guy Hispanic? At... Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, I can't do a Hispanic accent very well. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no! I'm going to. Jail. I'm sorry. I'm going to jail. That's, that's about as good as it gets. <laughs> uh, what do you right, think my about second a... dumbest. Uh... Go ahead. No, no. Go, I was gonna say my second, like another dumb. I, I thought of like another dumb suspect story. Since we're doing like 500th episode story time, but if you want to move on, we can. No, no, it's fine. I just wanted to read this one. Dumb criminal alleged car thief released from jail steals Bond agent's SUV. Uh, Did you already do this uh, one? Oh, go ahead. Okay, this is from Charlotte. Wait, what is so it? Say is, it again. Uh, uh, this is a, a alleged Ooh, car thief, which hours. we know he's he's no longer alleged because he steals his, he's he's released from jail and he steals his bond agent's SUV. <laughs> this is in Charlotte, so um, you know this is a North Carolina man. Bond agent told Channel Nine she went inside the Mecklenburg County Jail and came out to find her car was missing. But what happened to her car makes the story even more bizarre. Police said Anthony Goddard had just bonded out of jail and was stealing. For stealing a car, when seconds after walking out the jail door, he stole the bond agent's car. He has to be the boldest, the dumbest criminal in the city. Maybe a how did he get said. in the car? As a bail bondswoman, Copper thought she had, bond seen it. she had he, he thought he had seen it all till Friday. The audacity to get out of jail, walk outside the jail, and steal the car. She said she went to the jail Friday night to post the client's bond. As she was walking in, police and Goddard was walking out. A different bail bond worker had already posted his bond. Police said surveillance video shows Goddard breaking into and driving away with her vehicle. Car was stolen at 11.02. I came outside at 11.05. Vehicle was already gone. So how could you say, how could you say alleged? I don't know. I mean, because he's he's alleged to have taken it, but he already, he stole another (laughs) one. So. Oh my God. Uh, Hazel says I I want to know. A guy who drove off the road and hit it. I ran up to the vehicle and was getting out, had his dog gone draws down. I think he was whacking off. And <laughs> gotcha. Sorry, I was reading the super uh, I was reading the chat. Oh, that Go reminds on. me. Oh, I have a story that you might like. I'll be right back. Oh my house what? is burning down. I'll be right back. 
Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, you're joking. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we did a traffic stop on a guy um, for kind of swerving around, and it's at night, so we we think he's drunk, right? He pulls over. We walk up to him, and he's he's kind of doing this thing, you know? Yeah. And he's got his pants are halfway down. He's got two dogs in his car, and there is a jar of peanut butter in the center console. And he's real weird about answering questions and he's not really being forthcoming about why he was swerving and all this stuff. And while we're doing the traffic stop, one of the dogs jumps out the window and gets hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard the it bad was... part. <laughs> Yo. That was really bad. Yeah. That was a bad one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so sad, but it's like, well, <laughs> Kendra, anyway. you said you, you did a traffic stop. And when you stopped the guy, his dog jumped out and got killed by a car. Well, we think that he was giving his dogs a bone, if you know what I mean. And nope. you missed that part. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'll listen you to it later. But... <laughs> anyway. Yes, that was bad. That was pretty bad. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, 500 episodes, Kedra. Which was your favorite episode of Failure to Stop? Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I mean, this is a pretty good one. This is a pretty good one so far. I'm not gonna lie. I like this one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I can't answer because I haven't been around as long as you, and obviously Tansy. You know, I I can't give a really good answer. So I feel like um, we had uh, the chick on from 60 Days In, and um. What was her name? Jessica? She told us a story. I'm not going to say her name because I think okay, she didn't so. want us to tell this story. Oh, yeah, she had a it might not name, even right. been her story. I'll be very vague. She's not a cop anymore, so I think it's okay. But, but she had a story where this dude wanted to know if he was gay or not. So he let his dog fuck him in the ass. And I guess when a dog inserts its thing into you, it has like a hook. <laughs> And so it tore this kid's rectum like clean out, and it was like blood area, and they had to lifelike this kid. But he wouldn't talk to her or um, the female detective, even though they were like they thought he had been like super raped. And it was finally when the detectives got to the to the the hospital that you know, and they're like going after all these like they're like looking up the sex offender registry, trying to figure out like who might have raped this kid. Um, and then when the real detectives get there, he's like, "Look, dude, I'm going to be honest with you." Like, I just wanted to know if I was gay or not. So I put myself in a position for my dog to uh, fuck me in the butt. I don't think that's, out. that's being gay, though. I mean, it, isn't there, Tansy, I know that you're a scholar and, and a, basically a lawyer, but isn't there yeah. a, an enhancement for bestiality? I mean, that's like a whole other thing, isn't it? I mean, I feel like, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like I wouldn't need to put a living creature's dick in my ass to see if I was gay. And is that like the whole tall tale of it being gay? Like if it feels good, you're gay. Well, the, like if it doesn't okay, feel good, you're safe. Like, oh, because, thank God it hurt. Hold on, hold on, because we, I'm gonna, I'm gonna address something right now. I've been listening to this show since episode one. You have been on a quest to figure out if you're gay for a long time because you want to know if you're allowed to have sex with a with a ghost that's gay, an alien that's gay. If if Bigfoot yeah. if Bigfoot takes you off into the woods and you enjoy it, are you gay? You you're putting it yeah. you're putting this guy down because he's just trying to get a quick answer to his problem. You have dragged this out for 500 episodes trying to figure out what's going on with you. Isn't that fair to yeah, say? Yeah, well, I know I'm not gay because I sucked a dick and I didn't like it. Uh, so I know I'm not gay, but it wasn't a dog's. John, it wasn't a dog's Ugh. dick, John. Okay, I'm so glad that you're like a real that. human. However, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, all of those things still have to be sussed out, right? Like you're still like waiting for your opportunity. By the way, I'm just kidding. I've never sucked like a real dick, not a real one. I'm so, we're so glad that you went on the record about that, Tansy, because we were worried I... otherwise. I don't know. I, I just think I, I always like thought that story was nuts because I'm like, dude, I can think of a thousand other ways to figure out if I'm gay or not. Like maybe I'd start by like kissing another dude. How about that? Um, you think you, you, know, you could, gay you could probably you figure it out by yourself. You know, you could just like review some scholarly material. You probably don't have to run an experiment. You know, 
he has no idea um, what I mean. Do you that. know what the scientific method you is? Just John? go down to the. <laughs> you have to run an experiment. You you cannot you cannot <laughs> just like it? you put the dick on you you put the dick on you rub the dick on sensitive parts of your skin to see if you break out and gayness. So it's like you start it off on your, your wrist, then you rub the dick on your elbow, then you put it on your lips, you know, before you ingest it so you don't get sick. That's how you tell if you're allergic to something. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm gay. Oh, oh, no. I broke out in gayness. This show is brought to you by Ghostbed. Ghostbed here is here to stop for over 500 episodes. We love Ghostbed because, of course, they're the only mattress in the United States that's made right here in America. You can go over to their website, use the offer code Wolfpack. You can save 40% or more. Go over there, drop the offer code Wolfpack. We appreciate it because even if you have the sexual credibility of Eric Tanzi, you could go over there and get a great deal, 0% down, 0% financing. Obviously, uh, you know, you you meet a, a minimum standard over there as represented by uh, my co-host over here, and you can go get a good, good deal over there. We appreciate you, Ghostbed, for supporting Failure Stop for 500 episodes and more. Uh, we look forward to working with you guys in the future. Guys, if you love Failure to Stop, go over to Ghostbed. Drop that offer code so they know to keep sending us money. That's crony capitalism. That's how it works. You want to see more of this happening. Uh, and, and of course you do because don't we all go over there and use the offer code <laughs> they will keep, they will keep the show from ever going off the air. So, uh, this is, uh, this is my warning to you to go over to ghost bed. Also, the show is brought to you by factor meals. I know that not only do you sleep, but you also eat folks. This is a time of year where it's cold outside when you get off work for being a first responder, you don't want to go straight home and have nothing to eat and go to bed. You also don't want to go to the grocery store and fend off the people who are uh, behaving like animals inside the grocery store. You want to just go straight home. Well, Factor Meals can have these meals brought to your house, reverse trick-or-treat style, delivered right to your door. The meals that you select, the frequency you want, you know, as many as you could possibly want out of 300 selections on the website. You can tailor it to whatever it is you want uh, in your diet. Don't eat on a whim. Program your diet so you can achieve the goals that you have for the new year. Have them brought over to your house. Use the offer code WOLFPACK50. Get a good meal from Factor Meals. We appreciate you also for supporting Failure to Stop. Again, if you want this to keep going, now you know where to take your money and your business to continue this strong <laughs> into 2024. And if you wanted to stop by the same token, now you know also what to do. John. <laughs> Oh my God. These comments are making me laugh too. The chat's funny. Ball creator, <laughs> I have your patch. I just haven't put it on my wall yet. Oh, uh, right, so I had this, this one, uh, this one, um, and I've told this story on here uh, before. And so it was one of my favorite episodes going back. And, and then after this, we're going to talk about like, we'll talk about just reminiscing of the beginning of, of, of the failure to stop. I think that's important to do too on a 500th episode. But anyway, um, one of my favorite stories I think I've told on here was uh, the story where we had a call to a guy's house and the guy, um, now this is a true story that happened to me. So this isn't like third hand. Like I lived this story and the guy calls and he's, um, he says he's been raped. It's a, and, and of course dispatch just sends it over the computer. So I don't even know what to do. It's just, it's a sexual assault call and the victim is waiting at the house. Um, um, and the suspect's still on scene. So I'm like, Oh, this is crazy like a rape where the suspect's still there and you know so i drive pretty fast and i get there and this white guy comes running out in the lawn it's it's like three in the morning and he's like i've i've got the evidence i've got the evidence right here and he was like get the evidence off my face and i was like yo back up and i pull my flashlight out and i pull my baton and i sling my baton out and i was like get back he's like what are you gonna do hit me and i was like get the fuck back dude right now like don't run up on me what is your problem he's like i got evidence on my face and I shine my light in his face, and it looks like he's got a huge loogie of snot like slung off his face. And then this black dude that's standing in the doorway, just so casually and nonchalant, he's like, Officer, I did not rape him. And I was like, What? And the dude was like, Yeah, he fucking did. He raped me. Well, at this time, another cop is pulling up. So the cop gets out, you know, and he's running because he sees me standing there with my baton out. And I was like, Dude, I don't know what's going on. Hold on to this guy. I, I'm going to go question the guy uh, in the doorway. So he sits down with the dude and I go up to the guy in the doorway and I'm like, yo, what's going on tonight, man? Like, like what's going on? He's like, well, for starters, I did not rape Sam. Okay. So this started as one of those hookups, one of those meetups we met on an online chat room. Okay. 
And I was like, you want to go get some dinner? And he was like, no, nah, fuck all that. I ain't trying to be about all that. I got the text messages right here. He said, I just want to get the business. That's what he said. I won't get the business. And I says, well, that's fine. We'll come on over. And he's like, I want to do it at your house. I ain't doing it at my house unless you want to get a hotel room. Now, I ain't got a lot of money. So I didn't say, like, fuck it. We'll just do it at my house. I don't give a shit. I live alone. So he comes over and I was like, do you want a glass of wine? Do you want some beer? And he's like, I did. I went shopping because I'm like, yo, I don't know what this cat likes or nothing. So I wanted to be hospitable. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, dude. Like, you saw <laughs> like a genuinely really nice guy and he's like so here's all the text messages you can see it right here and he says i don't want none of that let's just get to business let's just do what i came here for so i sucked his dick i did i sucked his dick and he finished okay he got his and he tried to pull this i'm going to sleep uh-uh i was like where's mine and he said i ain't like that i said fine i'm gonna jerk off on your face and he said, I'm going to sleep. So he rolled over. And I jerked on in his face. I did. But that's not rape. That's just common courtesy. And I was like. <laughs> yeah, logic. this is a civil matter for common courtesy. And I ended up. Civil matter. I, I ended up getting called to <laughs> IA for that one. Uh, because I wrote a rape off as a civil matter. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that was one of my favorite. That was one of my favorite stories. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of one of the better episodes. Probably, I don't know. Do you remember this one? Um, Mike asked you what your policing style was, and he, you had to describe your policing style, but as if you were writing it on a, on a grinder profile. Oh, that was the first episode. It was. It's all been down fucking downhill ever since. <laughs> no, I'm I don't just even remember kidding. what I said. That. That episode was really crazy because I didn't really know Mike and we were working for the major network at the time, or we were working for the tetherball network and yeah. they were like, you're going to be doing this. And, and you know, and, and here's the contract and everything like that. Well, I had only talked to Mike, the cop on a three-way call with a publicist. And it was more about like negotiating contracts than it was anything else. And I didn't get a word in. And then Mike said, all right, I'll see you on Friday. I'm big spoon. You're little spoon. And I, I was like, story. The I don't even is, remember. We didn't like. We uh, didn't know how small the spoons would get until I came on the show. So, <laughs> uh, and I just was like, I "Man, I didn't know what we were going to talk about or anything." And then he, um, he came out with like, "If you had to do your policing style on a grinder profile, what would it look like?" And I was like, "Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know what my policing. Yeah, I, I, that was a very weird question. That was really awkward." But yeah, episode one was pretty fun. And I, it was crazy how many people listened to that episode. And I was, I was like, there. at the beginning, yep. mortified. I was like, dude, I can't believe that I said all that in, in front of that many people. But you still had dignity you know, here we at are. that point. But now look, here you are 500 episodes later. I mean, there's pretty <laughs> much there's nothing, there's nothing with left. a unibrow. Uh, it kind of makes Looks me worry good. where I'm going to be in episode uh, 1000, though. You know, like where where am I going to be at? Because I think I think right now, Eric, you're definitely a warning of things to come. So you're just going to slowly was, transform. Yeah, I mean, this, and this is like <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, completely unplanned. Um, I'm excited though. This Wednesday, we have last call of political news. We got Jonathan Emord back on to help us um, constitutionally break down what happened in Montana with the uh, the child being taken from the family for gender affirming care. Uh, and plus we have all the new, uh, the Biden stuff coming out and Kamala, uh, the Kamala stuff that's coming out. So, um, Wednesday is going to be a good show and, and I'll be planned well out of that. It'll be me and conservative Anthony. So that'll be really fun. Tyler S in the chat says, I was there, Eric, you did awesome. Kept me here all the time, brother. Thanks, man. It's been, um, it's, it's been a fun, you know, it's, it's been weird, you know, because we started a, a podcast with Mike and. And then when that kind of ended, I was like, well, I don't want to stop just because you want to retire, Mike. Like, and, and social media had kind of, you know, been really good to Mike the cop and it had been really bad to him too. And he was just sure. kind of burnt out and over it. And, um, but I was just like, I was just getting in. I mean, it's like, I started an Instagram channel. Like I started uh, posting on, on a Facebook and I was like, man, I've done all this work and we're just done. So, you know, and, and then we try, I try to start like a, like a podcast network and, you know, getting sponsors and paying people and, and turning it into like a real business has been a real challenge over the last year and a half. But, 
um, you know, we've, we've had to, you know, we've had hosts come on and you had to work through them and work with what money you had and what money you didn't have. And, and, um, you know, but it's been really great. Here we are 500 episodes either. We're still having a good time. I got my shirt off. I'm writing shit. You guys have super chatted 50 something dollars tonight. Uh, but, um, all of that goes to tattooing no. a permanent shirt onto Eric Tanzi's body. So it's a crop top. I think it'd be also cool to, to, to let you guys know, um, that there's a fellow Wolfpacker who drove to my distillery to meet up with me and, um, designed a failure to stop podcast t-shirt. It's very simple, very plain. Um, but it's very cool. And he is opting to do a kind of one run release of the shirt. And, um, and then however many we sell on one big sell off, then that many people will get the shirt. And so there's not going to be, and, and it's going to be like no strings attached. Like you get one side, you get one shot at it. If you order a medium and you should have gotten a large too fucking bad. Um, this dude's shipping well, you it know all what from they his could house do? They doing, could go to doing it all. They, so. They could go to our Facebook page and they could set up a t-shirt exchange. If they get the wrong sizes, you just go over to our Facebook. You can meet up with other wolf packers. You, you guys go. could set that up yourself. That way you don't have to complain to Eric or to me about what sizes your shirt are. You could just exchange <laughs> it. Like that's, that's yeah, something we didn't yeah, have we used to do. Yeah, we did. Um, We got in with a, a clothing company at the very beginning of, of our journey. We made some banger shirts and we made, made a lot of money except we didn't get any of the money and we got really ripped off and then the business went out of out of out of business changed their name quit answering the emails and I mean, that was a really hard time in mike and i's relationship uh podcasting because it, you know it sucked we worked so hard to get you know at that time i think we were at like over a million downloads in in less than a year and um so we sold shirts i think we sold like 800 shirts in one day um, at one point and we were selling shirts every day. And then all of a sudden, you know, 30 days later, we're just getting tons of just hate messages. Like, yo, I didn't get my shirt. Where's my shirt? Where's my coffee mug? I still haven't got my coffee mug. Some people are like, I got a coffee mug and I didn't get a shirt. And so we're trying to get up with this company and they're not, re- you know, at first they returned some of our calls and then they were just like, yeah, we're straight up just that their business, I guess went out. Um, and, and I've, I've since learned after talking to Brandon Tatum and some of these other guys that are in the the business i think during the covid time um there was certain shirt options that just didn't make it over and instead of these businesses just being up front they kept trying to like change brands of shirts and all sorts of shit and they found themselves in a lot of trouble now this same company also worked with 21 pineapples and officer daniel so he had the same problems i had and the same issues and and they went ghost on him like they went ghost on us and um and, and so we lost a lot of money man like we I, I think I don't I don't remember how many shirts we paid people back, but Mike the cop and myself, um, the people that really bitched and grieved, like we refunded them out of our own pockets. I think we refunded some around seven hundred dollars worth of t-shirts out of our and own what pockets. What makes me mad is Something that all like that those t-shirts to this day are on the black market. They're on the streets at little mercados in Mexico. You could go down there and get one for just a few pesos. Legitimate failure to stop merchandise. It's all over the place. It makes me sick. That's where it all wound up, folks. Streets of Tijuana. What a shame. Yeah, so we're trying some new stuff. We actually might work with the um with that uh um uh, the donut everyday carry guys and making like a Christmas uh, failure to stop uh, knife or something like that. Patch, um yeah. but you know, I think it's cool we're going to do these shirts one more time and um and, and it's just gonna be a one-time release and they, they just say failure to stop with our logo with the red and the blue they look pretty cool we're, we're getting the website not the website but we're getting the shop not the we're getting the order site up on our website so that it's all smooth running and and that the sales come in but the cool thing is is i have this guy's address his personal address so if he tries to fuck us over uh i can go and burn his place down so uh, metaphorically, Bernadette. You know what I'm saying? Yes, uh, meta- sure. metaphorically, with 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 of words of of words of anger, and not anything that would get the podcast taken down. Oh, no, great. Tyler, we were making money and the podcast. Um, Tyler says seven hundred dollars. That's a lot for no money making podcast at the time. No, when I was with Mike, we made pretty decent money for podcasting. I mean, the channel still makes more money than probably ninety percent of podcasts, ninety five percent of podcasts that that exist. Um, Obviously, we always could use more for more equipment and and um, 
and to do a lot more things. So, you know, we're always trying to grow that, but no, in that, in that time we were backed by, by a network too. So we had plenty of money coming in, but we were trying to grow the channel. We had to pay producers. Um, at that time I, we had two full-time producers. We had Elijah and we had, uh, um, which was underpaid producer. And we had another guy named Jimmy, um, who was producing on my end. And so they, they were getting paid and, um, but yeah, I mean, $700 sucked. I mean, cause I think we sh- like, Oh man, I, I can't even remember that one month though. I think we were owed like $11,000 for one month of, um, from shirts and we never got a dime of that and we had to end up paying $700, but those shirts were rad. I mean, I love those shirts. The guns up giddy up one was really great. Um, the LeBron James never heard of her was great. That was a great shirt. Um, <laughs> I, I loved all one of the shirts, old ones, by the way. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah, I thought they were really cool, cool shirts. Um, and and I and I wish them as so. These new ones aren't they're the the ones that were they're gonna do the one time release aren't like that, but um, they're more just for like our true fans who've always wanted the shirts. And I haven't done it, um, but I've just had like a little bit of PTSD from that, mm. from that. So, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever go into merch again. But these shirts are just for um, these shirts are just for you to have, you know what I mean? So like, they're just for you to have to put on, expensive. to wear, to not, not take off on camera. You know, <laughs> just for you to keep on, keep on your body, help you get, help you get service. You know, if you keep them on, on your body. Uh, my favorite episode will probably always be uh, your uh, Nutty Putty Cave Death episode, Tansy. That guy is uh, man. That was a popular one. Everybody loved that. And have you seen now that it's like all over TikTok and Instagram? Well, it's because the guy's still alive. Stop. <laughs> He's not still alive. <laughs> He's not still alive. But like everybody, uh, everybody is doing that story now. Yeah, that's but a good one. I ran it's that horrible. story like two years ago. So that I story guess, is I, awesome. It's a bad shirt. Ken, Kendra knows that one. That's amazing. We should uh, we should cover that one again on an upcoming episode, just uh, as a, a revival, checking in current status of Nutty Putty Cave Death Guy. See how he's doing. Could maybe maybe even go live from this. Well, I just Kendra. want to thank you so much, John. I want to thank you just for being a day one homie. Um, you've been with us since the beginning. You guys like Josh. It's crazy now that you work with us. Uh, we all work together on the same podcast channel that we're getting to, to do podcasts together and to grow this channel and getting into news and true crime and, and sports and just keeping first responders informed and entertained. Um, you know, it's been, it's been a, an amazing journey. I can't wait for 500 more. We've got the book coming out. Um, you know, the, the final manuscripts due on the 28th. And, um, so it's due in like 16 days and, um, and then it's just going to be rocking and rolling from there. So it's going to be, you know, like a whole nother chapter in all of our lives. As most of you guys have listened long enough, know that, um, John did the art for the book and, um, I'm really, um, going to bat at, you know, keeping the art in the book. And, and so that's really special, um, part of this book. And, uh, and, and there's big news to come on the book. I just, I'm still just not able to share it. I know I've been doing this to you guys for like five months. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long but time, but, but we're it, getting it'll closer. Be worth it. We're getting closer. So Guys, do you realize and, um, he's I been alive we, longer we now? Another... There's, there's more content in the book because he's been alive longer. The longer we stretch this out, the longer the book is. You're just going to get more <laughs> book for your money. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he was going. But we hit over a million downloads last year. Did we hit a million last year? I think so. We were damn close. Yeah, we were. We were yeah, close I, enough. I, I think we were a little over a million downloads last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we so were. that's great, but we're, you know, we'd really like to see 2 million downloads this year. So if you're still listening, um, and, and, and sorry, this is the Monday night I'm on vacation. So this is a, if you're stumbling in for the very first time, this is a very strange episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. but we go back and watch time, the so, first 500 uh, again. Yeah. Watch go back for it. Rewrite the first 500, give us some more downloads, but, uh, share this with a friend, uh, share it on your Facebook. It helps us, but more importantly, um, for our 500th episode, go give us a five-star rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Radio, wherever you're listening to podcasts. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel um, so that we can keep this thing going. I'm glad that uh, we were able to find Jay Rama and uh, and get her on board. She's killing it with our true crime. And and hopefully this year, you know, the goal is is uh, to get her on scene somewhere, some places. Um, actually, uh, I, I, actually talking with some ghost hunters that are on the Discovery Channel um trying to kind of weasel us into being 
cameos on an episode. So we would really love to lock that down and get Kendra um, involved on that, especially since that case that they yes. will be covering is actually in Ocala. So you know what? Discovery um, Channel really reached out to, get to me to too. Discovery reached out to me too. They would like me to be a, a Bigfoot reenactor, and they said I don't even need a costume. <laughs> I just need to show up w- without any clothes on and make sure I don't manscape myself first, and I will be right for the role. So I will. Oh, also then I can live out my. Uh... I'll be working with. Yeah, let's, let's yeah, move I on can, quickly. I can live out my. Uh, is is uh, if he's gay or not. Right, like maybe you could. Uh, I I don't know. know. It, it would uh, hey, it would be much. it would be tainted data, Eric, because everybody everybody. Do you, uh, <laughs> Do you need a cameraman? Because it's not selling your soul if you're. <laughs> it's not selling your soul if you're pretending to be Bigfoot. Hey, if you're your if you're like trying to be Bigfoot and um, role play, is that are you considered a furry? Is that furry Kendra, play? That question is hmm. definitely for you. Actually, you know what, Eric? It's for you since just you're like in the a, army. Or, or we all know the army is, kink. We know we know all the army is full of all the furry guys, so you would actually be the best one to answer. <laughs> so, I don't know if you saw those pictures or not. Is that, uh, I think it's just a Sasquatch kink. Maybe, maybe that was just office, so officers of the um, army that were doing that. Maybe it wasn't you guys. I don't know. Hazel says he votes yes. Um, well, guys, Sasquatch hey, kink this, is real. Go ahead. What's up? Sasquatch kink is real. I know somebody that has that. It's real, and it isn't me. Anybody that's sleeping with John, anybody that sleeps with John has a Bigfoot kink. <laughs> what a great time to end the episode. Because he's like six Folks. foot five, and he looks. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you at episode 501 tomorrow night for True Crime, and then Wednesday, Eric will have all the news. Thursday, Super Bowl reactions. Friday, big case breakdown. Guns up, giddy up forever, and good night. Ha, <laughs>